Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with Evangelist Walisa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Emotional Healing. Like I state on every show, right, we all have been through some hurt, some pain. We all have done some things that was wrong or said some things that was wrong about others, right? And so as we grow from the experience, grow in knowledge, grow closer to God, get around people who are positive and trying to hold us accountable for our actions and our words toward other people, then we become better, right? We start having more compassion for ourselves and other people, right? Learning to be understanding because that is what the healing journey is about, right? Coming back to a place of peace, love, understanding and being a helping hand to one another and not a hindrance in trying to bring trauma and extra pain in others life but to heal each other and heal our trauma right and to come together whether we disagree or not in a peaceful way what is the best thing to do in every situation that will bring peace, whether we come together in unity or whether we have to walk away. But we said things from a pure heart, right? Because we care, because we know what it is to go through trauma. We know what it is to feel pain. We know what it is to feel guilt sometimes as well, right? Because we are not perfect. We all fall in some area of our life, whether in deeds or in words or in thoughts. But as we grow closer to God and this is why I always tell you guys you want to add God in your emotional healing right not just the steps on emotional healing that's great but God keep us right in order right and what we need to work on and he brings back to memories those verses from the Bible or stories that he did and delivered and helped other people to overcome right and if he did it back in the day he is still doing it to this day I am a witness God is a miracle working God but we have to work on ourselves right God is also a forgiving God so he wants us to be forgiving people 
that don't mean that we have to reconcile back with relationships that has brought us total chaos, right? Or just unnecessary pain, but we can understand where it came from, right? Because now we know the healing process is not easy and some people don't have the knowledge or the tools or sometimes it's hard to heal, right? Because you have to acknowledge the things that went wrong, the people who came against you, even the things that you've done. Because the first step of emotional healing is acknowledgement, right? Now that you're gaining wisdom on the right things to do, the right way to be, the right way to think as you emotionally heal. And that can be painful in itself, right? To know that, oh, maybe I was wrong against this person or these people or I wasn't taught the right thing. I was loving the wrong people and they was constantly showing me that they was against me because I didn't have what boundaries. I didn't have enough self-love and all of that can be difficult to acknowledge and face at times, but we don't have to stay there. You have to acknowledge your wrongdoing, what went wrong in situations and relationships, but you also have to come up with a plan and a practice on how to move forward and also prayer, right? And stand close to God because he's going to keep you on your toes and letting you know that life is about love, compromise, understanding, not attacking people for the wrong reasons and just different things of that nature. Now, we do know it is a season for everything, right? It's a time to be wise. It's a time to be quiet. It's a time to fight. It's a time not to, right? It's a time to love. It's a time to heal. It's a time to be born and it's a time to die, such as the book Ecclesiastes has told us, right? So it's a time for everything and everything does not mean we have to go to war or we always have to defend ourselves. Sometimes it's calling us to listen to or to observe ourselves or just different things we have been in and seen what we could have done differently along with other people. And as you emotionally heal, you learn not to take blame everybody, right? Self yourself, but acknowledge your wrongdoing in it as well. Whether you were the good person, right? And that had no boundaries or whether you were the villain in everyone's story, right? Because you hadn't woke up to healing and attacked different people without thinking because you were hurt. But as you emotionally heal, you realize that things need the change in order to restore relationships, in order to have better experience in life, in order to attract different people for different mindsets with good intentions for you. So this show is all about turning pain into purpose today. I will be speaking or giving you tips on how you can turn the painful events you endured or went through or maybe even caused in others' lives or in your life or careers or experiences into purpose right? God never allows pain without purpose. And sometimes we focus so much on the pain and what went wrong instead of what can I learn out of this pain, right? What is God? Why did God allow me to go through this pain? Because he wants to use me to be better, right? Not only for myself, but for others. So I will be giving tips on how to turn pain into purpose. I also will be speaking on forgiving yourself. We all know that we're supposed to forgive others and sometimes it's hard to forgive others, right? Depending on how harsh the abuse, the treatment, the words were toward us, right? Especially if we had nothing but good intentions and were kind to people. But now that we know that they needed to heal, like I said, we don't have to reconcile back with certain relationships that were so painful and wounded us terribly, right? Because we had good intentions, but you have to forgive 
forgive and it takes time to forgive. Forgiveness is not overnight. Like I said, depending on how deep someone has hurt you, but it takes time and you want to continue to pray to ask God to help you release and forgive the person who has wronged you. But most importantly, you want to forgive yourself for not seeing the red flags, right? For not having the spirit of discernment or maybe over loving the wrong people when they clearly showed that they did not love you or you lack self-love or you wasn't growing close to God or looking at the wisdom and knowledge on how to be in healthy relationships. So you have to forgive yourself from past events, things that you didn't understand or things that you did not know until you had to learn through either experience or someone calling you to accountability for your actions. We all mess up. We all don't get it right, but it's about learning, growing, and applying the wisdom to our life as we continue to emotionally heal. You guys know I am a Bible teacher, right? I am a woman of God, so I always speak on my emotional healing show a story of someone who actually had to go through different topics that I speak on on every show. So again, this show would be about David, right? We know he was isolated. He was looked down upon. Nobody believed in him, right? They didn't even consider him to be a person that can overcome or to be a helping hand to them. But God seen his heart and God was training him in his wilderness and his pain and the things he didn't understand and the things of him being overlooked at people uh, taunting him, talking about him, but he was so close or he got so used to being attacked, right, and looked down upon, and it's a shame when people put you in a position that you got to be used to no one liking you, knowing if I come in this situation, somebody is not going to like me, right, they're going to click up against me, but David went through that for a long time, right, and he had to get used to that and believe in himself and in God, right, and he didn't let it deter tore his heart. He just knew that I had practice. I had skills and God has called me to do something. And he trained me on how to do it. And I'm going to do it whether people are with me or against me. And I'm already used to even my own family being against me. So strangers and other friends and just different people I come across being against me is not going to deter me from what I know God has trained me and called me to do. So I will be speaking on the man of God, David, on this show. So stay tuned after this commercial break. This shall be good. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome 
back to my two cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, again, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I was telling you guys I was going to give you steps on how to turn your pain or use your pain into purpose. Now, while we were on commercial break, just by me doing this show and just thinking of one of my most painful memories, you guys, I just bust out into tears because I had so many, but the one that haunts me is the memory of my brother. We were so close, and I don't know if you guys who listened to me knew my brother, Cuban, but... To me, you know, some people would say he was an angel and some people would say that he was an a-hole, right? But both stories are true. It depends on how you treated him. But for me, he was my strength. He was my voice. He was my backbone. And I just feel like the pain of losing him was all to get me prepared to stand up for myself, right? To take action for myself as well, because he was the voice for me. If I disliked different things, if I went through a trauma or attacks, I can go to my brother and I knew that he had no problem with standing up for me. He had no problem with speaking out for me. He had no problem of being the leader. And so just with me doing this show, I'm sorry that I got off topic a little bit, but sometimes Sometimes, like I said, we have those painful memories that we have to turn pain into purpose. So with that being said, I just wanted to give you guys just a little background of one of my painful memories and that still haunts me to this day and that I think that will never go away because that's how much I loved my dear brother. But with that being said, let's get into what is pain, right? Pain is physical suffering, either physical pain or mental pain caused by abuse, by words, or by just different emotions that we have, right, that causes us pain. I don't know what your pain is or what you went through or had to endure or had to acknowledge or things you may have done, right? But we have to learn that nothing happens without reason, even though we may not like certain painful situations or certain things that we were um, involved in or certain things that we done when we come to the wisdom of knowing things was wrong and it could have been handled 100% better or things or people we have lost like I was just speaking on with my brother. So with that being said, I would give you guys a few tips on how to take pain and turn it into purpose. I already spoke on it before the commercial break, right? It's forgiveness, right? You have to learn to forgive whatever happened, the people, the things, even yourself, and let go. And that takes time, like I said, depending on how deep the wound is, because some wounds we would never heal from, right? But we have to learn to move forward and continue to pray, continue Continue to try to release the person, the people, the thing, knowing that it was all leading us to our purpose. We do know God does not allow anything in our life that he can't turn into a purpose or to better us or to help us help other people. But if we're not looking at from it from that standpoint and we're just focused on the wound and the pain and the thing and the person that came against us, right, we can never turn our pain into purpose. This is why emotional healing is 
is needed. Another tip you can do to turn your pain into purpose is take time to reflect. Self-reflection is great, right? Because none of us, like I said, are perfect. And once we realize the different actions, the different things that we've been through or we could have done once we take time out and just look at the overall situation without anger, without resentment, right? Just looking at what happened, we can gain wisdom from our painful experiences. Either you can write it down in a journey about the difficulties you face or what has upset you or why you reacted a certain way, or you can speak about it, right? And, and to other people, to a therapist, to a life coach, to someone to let them know this is what I'm dealing with and this is why I come off so angry or resentful and I know I need to let it go because there's nothing wrong with just getting around people that you know will understand but will listen to your cry and your plea for help, your need for healing, your need for help, right? And not judge you, but try to give you directions on how to move forward and let go of the pain or live with the pain, but don't stay stuck with the pain. Because just like I said, certain wounds would never go away. Another thing you want to do is resist having the victim mentality. Now, we all have been someone's victim or someone's villain, right? But if you went through a lot of painful experiences and things you didn't understand, but you came out on the other side, it still didn't stop you from accomplishing goals or working a job or taking care of your children or doing what you need to do to survive in this world, you are no longer a victim, right? You are a victor. And that's what God wants us to see our pain as, right? As we emotionally heal, like I said, healing is not a race, it's a journey. So as you emotionally heal and you see that certain situations happen and why it happened and what you lack knowledge in and what others did to you, right? You learned that I'm not a victim because I came out on the other side, right? Yes, it was painful. Yes, it was hurtful. Yes, I didn't understand it. And as time go on, you can better understand because you're emotionally healing. You're using the tools and the wisdom to now get clearer, clearer on what has happened and how you came out victorious right and not a victim you only be a victim if you stay there in the wounds a lot of people build their their life around their wounds right they build up a lot of walls and they let no one else in because of the things that they went through and the people who came against them and it's nothing wrong with isolating yourself right it's nothing wrong with putting up boundaries it's nothing wrong with protecting yourself and putting up walls but like i said on different shows you have to give everyone a fair chance just remember the red flags from past experiences, past relationships, and that has that's let you know what to look for, what is not going right, and what is going right. Because some people don't know your triggers, right? They may mean well, but we all fall and make mistakes. So if they making a mistake and you come to them and you let them know, hey, this is a trigger for me. Certain things you said, certain actions you behave. I don't want to look at you in the wrong way, but I'm telling you, you know, I will like that you address me in a certain way, maybe privately, or maybe, you know, tell me to myself, not in a group to try to embarrass me or look down upon me or not always calling out my flaws. Cause we do know that when people have attacked us in the past, right? All they can look at what was wrong about you. So certain people may not know that they may just be trying to hold you accountable, but maybe they don't know how to not only hold you accountable, but call out your good points. Cause we 
know that nobody will want to do better if that's all you're doing is seeing the bad in them. But if you call out the good things you see in them, you praise them for the good things that they do. You praise them for the growth and the knowledge and the wisdom that they are displaying and the change that they are displaying. Anybody will want to keep growing and getting better, right? So, you don't want to be a victim. You want to be able to stand up for yourself. Like I said, you don't want to fight all the time. Once you speak your piece and you don't see any change of action, or maybe you misjudging a situation because you was triggered by a certain word, a certain fragrance, a certain name, a certain thing somebody may have said and done, and you brought it to the forefront and they changed the reaction or they understand what you have dealt with and been through and they try to come in a loving way, then you want to keep that relationship. But if they constantly getting worse and worse with their attacks and trying effortlessly to misunderstand you and find flaws in you, then you want to walk away. Love yourself enough to walk away and know that you are a victor. We all have things that we have to work on, but if you know that you are changing, God knows that you are praying and you are working on yourself because people will change on you, right? And it's not to say everybody have flaws, but a lot of people don't know your attentions and they would never know your attentions if you never let them in. And I'm not saying, like I said, that you shouldn't build up walls and be on guard but you have to give people their fair chance and stop you know looking at yourself as a victim look how far you have came look how that pain and different things did not destroy you right that you are still alive that you are still moving forward that you still can function right you are still working you still trying to be a helping hand you are still trying to be loving and understanding so releasing the victim mentality will be great for you if you start looking at your pain as purpose and that you are an overcomer and not a person that just hates the world now because of other things that you have been through or how severe your attacks have been right you want to have your boundaries and your your self-love up but you want to be fair toward all people another thing you can do is use your experience to help others right nothing is better than becoming the person that you needed or you wanted when you were going through severe mental distress or physical distress and physical attacks right we all wanted some somebody at different times and we do know people fail us so with the experience that we went through and we know how we felt some of us not knowing that we didn't have anybody no one to understand nobody to love on us nobody to help us and reach out that hand to pull us up now that makes you want to become that person right because like I said in the beginning of my show right if you went through a traumatic event and no one was there nobody cared how you felt you never want nobody else to feel like that if you have opened your heart up to compassion loving forgiving yourself and forgiving others right you do know that I don't want my children to experience this right I don't want my friends to experience this I would never want what has happened to me to happen to other people I love or other people I come across so you turn your pain into purpose by speaking on your experiences and how you overcame and you're not looking at yourself as a victim no more that you are a victor and you're there to be that helping hand to give that knowledge that wisdom to others that they may not be seeing or be in a situation that you struggled in right because you will hear people pain you will hear people rejection and the things that they say and the things that they do the things that they are struggling with and if God put you across they path is not to keep the healing and the love and the, and the help to yourself, right? You're supposed to help other people. 
So with that being said, I want to speak on that, you know, God never give us no no pain that we can't handle. Like I said, if we don't work on letting go of the bitterness and resentment, then we will stay stuck and not see the 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 healing, the fabulous plan that God has for our life. We do know God say for I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you hope and a future. But with that with that promise right comes work you have to work on your emotional health you have to work on seeing the bigger picture trust in your purpose not your pain because everything has purpose and then that way you can work on releasing bitterness resentment toward other people right knowing that god did not place me in this place for me to be let down and to stay down he put me in this place to overcome to change the way i view things to change what has happened to me and now I can be used for the glory of God and to also help other people, like I was saying, turning pain into purpose and thanking God for everything you went through that maybe you didn't like the experience, right? But you overcame it. So with that being said, is you want to move forward from painful memories that I said that sometimes it's just too hard to overcome. You have to work on releasing the pain, doing something. Sometimes we can't meditate enough. Sometimes enough therapy, prayers, different things won't help a real deep, deep wound, right? But you have to remember that God don't give me too much that I can't handle. And if I start looking at things in a different way, it's teaching me to be grateful because we do know nothing lasts forever and the good times we want to stay. But when the good times leave, we remember those people, those things that we lost right and wish well and good for them right as we go to our bad times with trusting in God and knowing that we can overcome with prayer and just moving forward so with that being said after this commercial break I will be speaking on forgiving yourself giving tips on how to forgive yourself stay tuned so the song says Mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, because yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all, it says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe. Yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show thus far on turning pain into purpose. I went over some steps and some tips that can help us all turn those deep wounds or not so severe wounds or minor wounds into purpose, right? Because once we have endured certain things, once we have been in certain situations, as we learn to love and have compassion and show understanding to other people, right? We never want them to have to endure what 
what we have went through without help and how to and teach others how to overcome those difficulties. As you guys can see, it's a wound that I am still struggling with, with the loss of my brother that I feel that will never go away. But I give glory to God for even giving me my brother for the time I had him. I wish that I would appreciate it and been even stronger and spent more time with my brother when I had him. But everything in life is a learning experience. Like I said, when you take time back to step back and sit back and think of uh, all the people, situations, things that has happened in your life, things that you have done that maybe wasn't so good, right? You learn from it. And we do know the saying is true, right? You never miss a good thing until it's gone. So appreciate people and places and things that God give you while you have them, right? You want to give people their flowers while they're alive and not when they are gone. So another tip I was speaking on was self-forgiveness, right? We have to forgive our ourselves for things that we lack knowledge in, things that we didn't understand, things that we allowed without having the knowledge or the tools to fix it or to have self-love for ourselves and others around us. So I will be speaking on forgiveness, just giving a few tips on self-forgiveness. Now, first you want to focus on your emotions. That's the first step of learning how to forgive yourself is focusing on how you feel about yourself, right? Sometimes we may feel like we are idiot or that wasn't good enough or we're not good enough right you want to address all those feelings like I said you can write it down and and go over why you think that you're an idiot why do you think that you're not good enough because we all have a light and we all have something to bring to this world if it wasn't so God wouldn't have kept us here right but we can learn and grow from each failure from each thing that we have done that was not so right and the things that did turn out right right we don't want to focus on the negative and what didn't happen wrong all the time. Sometimes you want to focus on the positive and what is going right. It may not be what you want, right? But look at all the things that you do have that you can thank God for, that you can be grateful for. Look at all the things that you still accomplish and live through, even though all these different circumstances threaten to attack it, right? And have you to try to give up on life, but you still here, you're still trying a, a step that you're still trying that you're listening to this show, right? Nobody wants to listen to a show about healing unless they know they need healing or they want to heal or they want to add more wisdom to their life so they can experience better things and restore and rebuild relationships, right? So focusing on your emotions, on how you feel about yourself so you can come against those negative thoughts about yourself knowing that life is a learning experience. You learn through experiences, whether bad or good, and what can you use from each experience to turn it into a positive and not make yourself feel like you're just no good, right? You're good for something and just focus on the one thing that you know that you're good at that you can work on and yeah you want to work on your flaws but you don't want to pay too much attention to your flaws focus on how you can get better with the one thing that you're good at and you know that it's peaceful love and compromise and understand and so focusing on your emotions is one of them 
Another thing is you do want to acknowledge your mistake. You can acknowledge it by speaking it out. I made a big mistake. I shouldn't have done this. Or you can write it down and read over all the mistakes that you did in a situation with people or in relationships or in career and how you can work on changing it and what tools and steps you can do to be better for the next situation, next people come in your life. Or like I said, restoring broken relationships. Another thing you want to think on the mistake as you learn from the experience, right? Something I will never do again is this and that, right? Whatever it was that you made a mistake in that you know that did not turn out right, right? You want to think on it and, and see what consequences you learn from it, right? Because everything has consequences. A lot of people call it karma, right? You either get good karma or bad karma. Some people say it's God's wrath, right? But when God come down to judge the earth and to see what the people are doing on the earth, right? You want to say, Lord, I have flaws, but my intentions, my heart is good, right? I try to be fair in every situation and God will bless you for it if he know that your motives are pure. Even if you make a mistake, right? It may not been the best decision, but you made a mistake thinking that it was a pure intention. God will correct you, but he won't bring wrath upon you because he know that your mind and your heart, your thoughts was in the right place. It just was a bad decision. Another thing is you want to give yourself permission to put forgiveness of people and even yourself on hold because sometimes like I said we all have done something some people worse than others right and some people have done a lot of terrible things to us right you don't have to forgive overnight forgiveness is not an overnight thing depending on how deep the wound is even with yourself right if you got to put forgiving yourself on hold and there were some things that you have to work on and it's a deep wound that you have caused in others life or other people have done to you. You don't have to forgive overnight. You want to pray about it. You want to ask God to help you, but you want to move forward. Like I said, and what you know is working out for you. What is good that's coming about your life, what good steps you have worked on, what things that you can do that is better, right? Forgiveness is a hard process, but it has to be done. And it's not a time limit on forgiveness, just like it's not a time limit on healing. I know a lot of people talk about forgiveness and that is the key to receiving your blessings. It's tied to your health. Sometimes it's tied to different relationships, but God knows that certain wounds, certain pain take time, right? Because some things was just not um, necessary for either us that we have done or what other people have done to us. So you want to take time. If you have to put the forgiveness process on hold and go to the different steps in healing, work on what you know that you can do right away and start right away. And then slowly add in forgiveness to, to yourself and others. Another thing you want to do is have a conversation with yourself, right? It is well with me today. You want to speak out those affirmations. Whether you speak Bible verses, I am blessed and highly favored. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am the chosen of God. The Lord forgives me. I forgive myself. Um, God's blessings is on my life. Or if you just want to speak out positive words, right? Good things are coming to me. All my needs will be met. Good people are coming to me. Good times is coming to me. I may be in a difficult time right now, but I know that God is going to turn it around. And that does take practice, right? You're not going to, especially if you're not used to thinking positive about yourself, thinking good things are going to happen to you, right? It takes time, but 
the more you work on it, even if you speak affirmations every day or write a goal, I'm going to speak my affirmations every other day. I'm going to get out and walk in nature. I'm going to start working on training my mind to try to think positive when negative thoughts come in, in, in my mind. If negative thoughts come in my mind, I'm going to sing a positive, uplifting song. I'm going to put on a praise and worship song. I'm going to put on some girl power or a man power song, right? Then I'm going to overcome it. You have to have outer conversations because your inner it comes down your inner demons right we all have demons we all have had to overcome demons we all have had to overcome negative thoughts right and it don't matter where you're at in the process if you're just starting or if you're on level 10 right it still works until the end of our life journey right because we would never stop learning so those are some steps on forgiving yourself self-forgiveness and if you want to put that on hold for a while and work on the other steps of emotionally healing that is totally okay don't let nobody make you feel guilty or wrong because you are taking time to heal you must forgive but it's not overnight so stay tuned after this commercial break i will be speaking on the man of god david who had to forgive and keep going through all the traumatic experiences he had been through and endured but he knew the god that called him and he understood his pain was for purpose stay tuned Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Miss Fash Feathers. Again, I hope you guys are enjoying the tips and knowledge I am giving on emotional healing and turning pain into purpose. Now, before the commercial break, I was speaking on self-forgiveness and steps of self-forgiveness. I do want to add that when forgiving yourself or putting your forgiveness on hold for yourself or other people. It's not that you are condoning what has happened to you or the things that you may have done, right? It's just acknowledging that a mistake was made, a wrong action, a wrong word was spoken or thought of, and it needs to change. And you need the tools to add to your life. Even though forgiveness can take time, depending on how deep the wound is, depending on how deep you hurt someone, right? You still want to acknowledge that it was wrong and you're not condoning it as if someone deserved that or if you deserve the action that other people took took towards you, especially if it caused trauma, right? Pain and just discomfort in your life or in others' life. So as you work on forgiving yourself and forgiving other people, remember not to condone it as if it was right. If it was wrong and you know it was wrong and now you have the knowledge that it was wrong, whether you did it or other people did it, you still want to work on that forgiveness, but also acknowledge and admit the action, the step, the word, the thought, was wrong not to condone it or make um, excuses on why certain things happen if it was wrong. So with that being said, I'm speaking on a man of God, David, who went through so much emotional turmoil, but kept his eyes focused on the good Lord, right? So he can turn his pain into purpose. We all know David brothers and all of them was men of army and in significant positions and just different people around him was honored and praised because of their 
um, paperwork because of their experience in, in fighting, fighting military battles because of all the stars and stripes and all the awards that they had, right? But they were not the one that God has chosen. We don't know why God cho didn't choose them, but we do know pride comes before a great fall. It's nothing wrong with being happy of your accomplishments and glad that you have won different awards or went to different schools and got different degrees or whatever field God has called you in. But when it becomes prideful, when you're looking down on other people, when you're judging other people who may not be at the journey or the level you at, don't mean that God can't use them, right? Or God have not called them to a greater purpose than you. We do know that the Bible says, right, God uses the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. Those who think that they are in high position, those who think that not even God can stop them, those that think because of their experience, their background, and their training, um, that no one can overcome them or they are the best person for the job. But God looks and weighs the motives and the heart. And we do know, like I said, God said David was a man after his own heart. Not that he didn't have flaws, not that he didn't do wrong at times, but everything he did, he consulted God and he had the right motives, right? Even when he was wrong, he repented. And God seen his need for wanting to be a man of integrity and all that he did. So God judged and weighed his motives and his heart. Fast forward to, like I said, David brothers and all of them was high ranking military officers and people around them had so many different awards and everybody praised them. Nobody praised David, right? They had him out in the field. They hid him away from people. They thought was well, nothing special about David, but he was out there training with rocks, with just different things in the dirt out there with animals. You know, he, he killed the bear. He killed the lion, different animals, dangerous animals that his own brothers and family would never face but David was out there by himself just with the spirit of the Lord enjoying himself and learning the things of God and learning his strength and God was send dangerous animals every once in a while across David while he was training on how to throw rocks and training how to be that military person but David didn't know that this was leading him to his purpose now after all the rejection all the mockery all the things that was coming against him him being left out him being alone we know he felt had to feel alone because some of us feel alone in our healing journey right or when we're separated from different people when different people are throwing different things in our face that we may not have right but we had a right motive we want to heal we want to help people and we trying to be a helping hand wherever God has led us right but we David went through the same emotions that all of us go through sometimes at different times in our life, right? So he was alone. He was looked down upon. Nobody looked at him as to be a savior for anybody, but they had all these high ranking people, but God anointed David, like I said, because he weighed his motives and his heart. Now, as David was training, right, they used him as the one to bring the food, to be the servant to everybody else. And David did it with gladness. He didn't care what he had to do. He was just happy to be alive and even to get around people sometimes, right? Because he was out there in the shepherd's field by himself with the wild animals and just different beasts. But God was training him in that. So every once in a while, his father would fix, uh, tell him, go 
help your brothers go take them food so he out he can finally see people he can finally be around them he taking them food he didn't care what he had to do he was just glad to be a service and to get around the public every now and then because he was out there having to take care of sheep and just different things of that nature and fight off wild beasts he run across this giant which we do know that was threatening the people of god even his brothers and all these high-ranking officers and all the degrees they had and all these things all all of them were scared to confront this giant, right? But David heard the man taunting the people of God. He said, y'all gonna let this giant taunt the people of God? Even his brother's name at that time still discredit him. They had no faith in David. They thought of him as nothing. Even after Samuel the prophet had already came and anointed David, but he still stayed in the field for a long time, going through his lonely seasons, going through his believing in himself, seeing his strength and what he can do would not do his brother still said why aren't you with those sheep what what is you here for you just want to be seen you just want to be this they still taunting and mocking him david said no i didn't kill the lion i didn't kill the bear if I fight this Philistine and kill him because he mocking the people of God, what is to be given to me? When King Saul, which we know is Paul, heard that this young man said that he would go out and fight the giant for him and his army, which was all scared, all the military men, all the trained men, right? He said, well, go ahead on because he didn't really believe he was going to do it no way. And he would rather somebody who wasn't known, who really wasn't cared for, to go out instead of him but he didn't know that God cared for David, that God called David. So when David went out there to, to the field to fight the, uh, the giant, David killed him with a rock and a stone. He didn't need, they tried to get him knives. They tried to put him in all these different military suits. David said, no, I'm not comfortable in this. I'm used to being out in the dirt, playing with the sheep, fighting animals by myself with my bare hands, just with a rock and a stone. Now I see why God called me because I can kill him with this rock and stone. And Lord and behold, David took down the giant with a rock and a stone and that led him into his purpose. But even with his purpose he still faced demonic attacks and now everybody was jealous of him because he proved everybody wrong right they thought he would be defeated they thought he was a nobody now he didn't raised up in front of everybody even beat the king that was over him at that time now the king got jealous and and we all know the story of david he went through so much but i'm just speaking on turning pain into purpose now because david went through the wilderness he was alone he was mocked he was looked down he didn't have the education he didn't have the skills that everyone else around him had but when god calls you and god sees your heart and your motives and you desire to do the right thing that you desire to stand up for righteousness if God is for you, no one can be against you. And we seen what David did, which walked him into his purpose. And God is trying to do the same thing in our lives. If we stop looking at the pain, the lonely nights, the people we lost, the people who come against us and keep our mind focused on Jesus and healing and doing the right thing and trying to be loving people, God will cause us to prosper and walk into our purpose as well. So this is the end of my show for today. If you need an emotional healing coach, you can book me at keepmedifferent.com. God bless.